0: 24 cross-media G-Mac and Winnie are back with another edition of the Outlaw Blitz podcast. Big fella, let's get dangerous.
1: You know, I might be hundreds of miles away, but I can already sense that your in-house guest is molesting my microphone in a weird way.
0: He is rubbing the stinger on it very much. Yeah,
1: I knew he would be. Sick fucks. I'm, I'm curious
2: uh, about the Bumblebee no. thing.
0: We have Lead <laughs> Sack in studio today. You're down with the handsome one. Uh, this is kind of a repeat of, uh, dancing queen, uh, uh,
1: critically acclaimed episode dancing queen. Yeah.
0: Very, very popular with the listeners. Um, now speaking of popularity, you were at an airport and somebody recognized our logo.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was uh bright and early Friday morning. I had somebody, I was in the TSA line waiting to get molested and, uh, the uh some hey outlaw blitz. I was like, Oh no shit. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And for so one of our ex football players, so uh, that's
0: one. that that's pretty crazy. So that kinda tells me you're where you're supposed to be when you were supposed to be.
1: You know? That is correct.
0: Yes. It, that's so, that's a real weird thing to happen where somebody's like, Holy well, shit, outlaw blitz, I listen to them guys. I am them guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real.
0: Yep. So how was your for flight real. down and all that? Did you beat the ice? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It beat the weather. It's, uh, flights were good. Um, definitely got my steps in, in Delaware in uh, Baltimore. Cause I was at the furthest gate in terminal B when I landed and had to go to the furthest gate in terminal C to take off. Jesus. So, uh, it's not really, I, it's a smaller, smaller airport. It's bigger than like Albany or yeah, uh, definitely bigger than Myrtle beach, but it wasn't bad at all. Once I got in there and, uh, I still had about a half hour, you know, get my breath in, uh, get back on the plane, sweating profusely, of course. So, uh, we got here. It's it's funny to see how the fucking a quarter inch of ice will shut this shut this state completely down. Absolutely uh, shut down.
0: I've witnessed it when I lived in Tennessee. It's a very similar thing.
1: Stores closing at 6 o'clock uh, when they're supposed to close at 10. Some places not even opening. Yeah, I was... It's bizarre when you when you come from like like last Monday we're up there driving around in eight inches of snow and two wheel drive cars like it's nothing. And down here it's like a quarter inch of nothing and it's shut everything's shut right down. But I did manage to get to the beach just to see it yesterday. If we have time again today, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna roll around in the sand, and see if I can get mistaken for fat Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is hey, it white be sand wrong. beaches now? Yes. White sand. Yeah. The only bad thing is, if, I mean, I, I got, I'll have a long rest of the day. If I get sand in my crotch, I'll come home with two friggin' giant Swedish fish <laughs> for size, for inner size. It'll be terrible.
2: I come back with a pearl in your ass.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's true, too. Compress it and come home and shit out a whole new Anderson window. <laughs>
0: or a diamond. So,
1: or a diamond. That's true, too
0: um i've been told that the handsome one has a bone to pick with us and we he have does. a lot we have so much to unwrap with the playoffs and our top five this week we might as well jump right into him beating up on us
1: well this is yeah it's perfect it's a perfect segue into talking about the football game so go ahead beef. You, you told me yesterday you had a beef yeah where
0: where's the beef
1: yeah, we, About know. you never, we never let you
3: uh, take the reins as offensive coordinator. Yeah, I, I uh, <clears throat> good morning, by the way. How are you guys? Good morning,
0: good morning. handsome.
3: Thank you. Good morning, George. Um, yeah, you know, uh, early on when uh, the big boy here was playing football, you know, I uh, actually got him deep into sports, but I also, you know, uh, accumulated a lot of knowledge over the years, you know, a lot of Madden. You know, uh, playing on the uh, PlayStation until somebody took it never returned it. Yeah. I never got that back. Um, But anyway, uh, you know, I developed a few uh, things that I put down in a small book, and they were uh, systems, offensive systems. And, uh, you know, I had asked them one time, maybe you guys would like to bring me on as a coordinator. And uh, I just got nixed without even going to, you know, up the ladder at all to anybody else to, to get a chance. You know, when you need a chance. And uh, I just couldn't get into the organization. Yeah, he you know, shut down completely. I was this. shut down right at the beginning of the first rung of the ladder. I was just shut right down. A ladder rung broke, and that was it. <laughs> well, I never just... got a chance. So the book's probably got a lot of dust on it now, and uh, yeah. I got a lot of age on me. But uh, you could have had me in my prime. You probably could have <laughs> made it to the top. <laughs>
1: I mean, uh I, I, we i was
3: next man i was next i mean you know
1: he spits out a play to me and i and I said, "Well, you got to break this down tell me what's well, what I, they're doing and he has no idea
3: no i mean you know i was just throwing those out to you as a joke yeah know? but yeah. i do have a structured playbook i have to look at i probably lost it in the move or it's buried somewhere in the yeah. move. but well, you wanted to i, I presented it to you one time and i said listen i want to run the wing t or a little rpo in there but see i had I thoughts about the RPO before the NFL ever introduced it? And, uh, <laughs>
0: oh, I see.
3: <laughs> you know, and you guys could have brought that in. And, you know, and using uh, Boston, you know, what better system to use with him? You know, and and you guys could have went to new heights, but you stopped me at the first rung, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, sure Lawrence, I'm a little bitter over. It. I've never gotten over snub. Yeah, that is an unfortunate snub.
0: Thought. But we did win a championship. We did win a national championship game. We did. So, so I you mean, could you have won us a national title? Possibly.
3: I could have brought you to the title. Okay. Yeah. You know, and well, maybe more than one title. And so, you guys, oh could wow, end more up than one. Legends. This team so could have been a legend. So, so give, legend have, give them an example of I, what. You're I really for can't now course. because I don't yeah. have the book.
1: He tells me yesterday, and it was like, it, but
3: that everything was written down last like XYZ
1: step. gray purple. He tells me yesterday, I said, Well, what is that? He says, You ain't gonna worry about it, it's just that's what it is. That's right. That's why, how do you explain that to a player? He goes, They'll figure it out. I figured okay. it would have been
0: like Captain Crunch, Frank and Barry go on, on that's bootleg, but
3: that's been fits, <laughs> you know, and it stayed in my crawl for a long time. I mean, it's it's it, it's a deep wound to heal, you know, <laughs> yeah. But, what can I say? But you guys, you you guys could have uh, really, really done something uh, nationally, maybe internationally. But
0: international is quite possible. That is quite possible. <laughs> international football that would be very, very possible.
3: We could make a later run. Right, we could have got a game in London. Oh <laughs> man, yeah, <laughs> we'd be like Ted Lasso. Lasso on a Sunday morning. <laughs> That's it. All right, so. so... We got that out of the way, but I just wanted to air that. Thank you for letting me do that. Yeah. But the hurt will always be there a little bit. You yeah. Know? So,
1: it's okay. It's kind of good to your nuts in your zipper. It wears off after a while.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I get it. laughs> the, uh... I, I don't even know really where to start with this, Ben. That that Bill's Chiefs game...
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let, wait, Let's let's build into that, right? We okay, did a whole top to. five around this. Uh, yeah. let's start with our top five this week. Okay. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. This week's top five, our top five football foods on game day. Uh, we didn't say snacks. We didn't say, cause some people make big dinners, some people, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, but this is our top five game day football foods. Why don't we let Sedlak start first since he is sitting in the big boy chair today.
2: Start, so us we st- off. start with number five.
0: Number five and we go to one. Number five.
2: I got to go with uh, all day crock pot chili.
0: Ooh, good one. That's a good one. Crock pot chili.
1: There you go. Crock pot chili. Very it's got to be a, simmers bubbles and all day. It, yeah, you can't beat that.
0: Handsome, what do you got? Number five.
3: Uh, number five for me would be a crock pot uh, cocktail meatball. Um, oh, yep. The one I make with chili sauce and the uh, grape jelly mixture. I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> we put the sweet and the hot together. It really comes out well. So um, you know they're pretty good. So I'd go with that for my number five. Winsky.
1: Uh, this is a new addition to the list. This is from Saturday. I wouldn't have. It wouldn't have made the list because I've never had it before <laughs> until Saturday. Ooh. It was a sushi that we had at this restaurant, Grumpy Monks, down here, but it was no fish. Okay. So it was a sushi it was a sushi roll, but in the sushi roll was bacon, brisket, and oh, uh pork. Nice. And it was rolled and it had like a like a hot Carolina sauce drizzled over the top of it. So like the the sticky sweetness of the rice, and then that smoky meat. It was. I mean, we all know I like smoked meat. It was. Yeah, down. we heard that
3: about
0: you. Smoking yeah. meat. Or- that
3: was excellent. That really was good. Yeah, yeah it it sounds so.
0: delicious. Now, did did they have what any drizzled that? sauce on it, or did you dip it in anything?
3: Yeah,
1: it was like they drizzled like a Carolina barbecue on top. of nice. it, like spicy. Yeah, it was good.
0: Uh, my number. No- my number five is uh, very simple. Not, I'm not, I'm not on your guys' wavelength at all. Doritos. <laughs> uh, Doritos, chips, pretzels. That's my snack food. You know what I mean? Like them finger foods. You're eating them and you know it's quick to have a handful of them while you're watching the game. So that's my number
1: five. Now which Dorito? Do you have a preference? Uh Cool Ranch.
0: Cool Ranch and regular are my two favorite. Uh the sweet chili's pretty good too.
3: You're very basic, George.
0: That one is, yep. Yeah, actually,
3: they're all pretty basic. Simple but good. Yeah. Yep. Number four, Cliff, what
0: you got?
2: Actually, I, I kind of follow George on this with the um, kind of chip snack food, but I, I don't remember who makes it. I think it's – there's a couple of companies that make it, but there's one that's my favorite. I think
0: it's Hers or Hertz. Yep, yep.
2: It's like a uh, like a party mix. Yep,
0: Hertz party mix. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is about that.
0: It's kind of got like a Cheeto in there, a pretzel, a Dorito-type yeah, chip. Yeah, a
2: tortilla chip of some type. There's some, uh, some crunchy cheese doodles. Yep, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good yeah, one.
3: Mix that shit together.
0: How about you, there handsome? Four?
3: Four would be, for me, again, kind of a simple one, too. It's uh, the queso cheese with nachos with, uh, you know, the uh, scoops. Yeah, yep. It's that little seasoned cheese, like the Mexican uh, mixed with salsa. Uh, that, that's really simple, and I enjoy that.
0: Now, do you like the hint of lime chips?
3: Yes.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I love them, them things. The hint of them lime, them I can. Really good. Yeah, I'll eat them by themselves. They're me too. But man, I, like I could
0: I could knock off like a whole thing of nachos with a <laughs> hint of lime chips. <laughs> yeah, they're good.
1: What do you got, bud? Uh, my no- number four is going to be uh, the A-One Seasoned Chex Mix. Never, got never got heard of it. Bowl. Yeah, me neither. It's yeah. It's got. It's like. Um, the A1 bowl, the A1 sauce bold, but it's like the, it's obviously like a powder version of it it's sprinkled over the Chex mix. And it's got that like steakhouse flavor to it, but it's, it's got the little round, like the little round cracker crisps and the puffs, uh, pretzels. And I, then they use obviously in Chex mix, they use like wheat or corn Chex, but it's that bold steakhouse flavor. It's different. It's good and crunchy.
0: Cool. Uh, my number four is a, um, a bread bowl with spinach dip in it. I scoop out the insides. I make a spinach oh, dip, cool. put it in there, and then that's the old go-to. That's a big national championship thing for that's, me in Boston. That's funny.
2: That would be an, an honorable mention for me. That was yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah.
0: So that's that's something he asked for every time we do the national championship game or whatever. And it just uh it's one of those things. It's, can't get enough of that's it. You know? al-
1: that's almost one where you want more people there to eat it because you want to get down. To the bread bowl where that where the spinach dip is soaked into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And you can
0: just rip it apart and eat that. Rip yeah, it all <laughs> yep. that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Number three. So there's this
2: um, this um chili dip I used to make. I haven't made it in a long time. A lot of this stuff I haven't done in a long time working Sundays. Yeah. But uh it's like a, you, you layer it, cream cheese on the bottom, then the Hormel chili on top, and some cheese. uh Just regular Tostitos, like, dipping them in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, just try. I don't even need dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, and a hint of lime chips or scoops I or don't whatever, at that point, I don't anything, care, yeah. regular crackers, whatever. Intercourse right? <laughs> hint of yeah.
1: Coors Light, Yeah. Yep. A flip-flop. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop it out with
3: a flip-flop. What's
0: Handsome uh, got for number three?
3: Number three would be the little Smokies uh, wrapped in a crescent roll type thing yep. uh, uh, with a, like a honey mustard uh, dip. Or you could, I've also had them with the uh, straight out, um, Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue.
0: barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
3: Both those are really good with the, with, with the little smokies. Yep, I like those.
0: Nice. Winnie, what do you got, buddy?
3: Uh, the basic mozzarella stick.
1: Ooh. Nice. You can never go wrong with mozzarella sticks.
0: Now, do you dip it in anything? Are you a sauce dipper or just eating them plain?
1: Um, I don't mind marinara, but I will. I have been known to partake in just plain. Just plain yeah. mozzarella sticks.
0: Yeah, it is I like them when they're not too chewy. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some of <laughs> sometimes they're a little rubbery if they got too much mozzarella yeah. or yeah. something. I'd rather pull it, a string of cheese yeah. away from yeah. my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, my, I
1: don't want I don't want to be eating a piece of breaded spring uh string cheese. It's got to be melted to a, to an extent. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh my number 3 is the platter, the cheese, the crackers, the pepperoni. Oh shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh it's it's always the easy go-to stuff, like I'm not a big sit-down meal guy for football games, like that big games. It's more like the finger foods. What's quick? What you can put on a plate and not miss the cool commercials or whatever okay. is going no. on. So, that's mine. Is like the cheese crackers, pepperoni uh, plate.
1: There you go.
0: Number two,
2: a hot pastrami and Swiss sandwich with spicy mustard.
0: Oh,
3: it's yeah, kind of like a Reuben. Good. We Kinda. Know. Well like no minus pastrami. the golf. Yeah. That's <laughs> good.
1: <laughs> now, do you do you have a preferred go-to brand for the pastrami? Like the boar's head or
2: uh I prefer prefer boar's head anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they have the made. best meats. Yep.
2: But I do like to put it in the panini maker and squish it. So it's nice. Uh it's just I can't beat it.
0: Thousand Island dressing? Maybe to dip, but not yeah. on it.
3: Yeah, cool.
1: Man, that's good. Number two. Uh what do you got
3: there? My number two is the jalapeno popper, but I uh, mean, let me project something. There's here. two of them. The jalapeno poppers that we make down here. Our friend Gina taught Mom how to make them. Yeah. That is the just the the jalapeno popper itself. Take the seeds out. Stuff it with cream cheese. Okay. Yeah. Wrap it in bacon.
0: Mm. Ooh.
3: Put it in the oven until the bacon gets nice and crispy around the popper. Awesome. I mean, you have no breading to really camouflage everything and make it just, you know, a lot of those have that thick breading on them. Yeah. But this is just, uh, you get the full taste of the pepper, the cream cheese, and the bacon wrapped. Really good.
1: I think anytime you add bacon, you you, you don't go wrong. Mm -mm.
0: Yeah, I'm a big regular bacon person, though. I'm not a fan of maple bacon.
1: No. Are you I'm a crispy used. or like a limp dick bacon? I'm a lip F- dick. Fatty bacon. Fatty <laughs> bacon. <laughs> Chewy bacon. What yeah. is it? You got to have a crispy or is it like... No, crispy? no, no,
0: no, no. I can't stand burnt bacon. I want it like really? fatty. Yeah, I don't no. want burnt bacon. I don't want it where it's like crunching when I bite it. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. nope, Fatty bacon. All
1: right. My number two is a buffalo chicken dip.
0: Yeah.
2: So it's usually a like the solid
1: cream, and yep. cream cheese, and the shredded chicken, and some... You know, Frank's Red Hot or whatever your sauce of choice is. And, again, that's bringing back the lime, the lime tortilla chips or the scoops, and you're good to go.
0: Yeah, again, you can't go wrong with that. You know what I mean? Buffalo yeah. chicken dip. And uh, a lot of people, uh, they have, like, blue cheese on the side like or blue cheese mixed in with the buffalo chicken yeah. dip, which is yep. pretty cool. Um, and you can eat that just plain. You don't even have to put <laughs> it on anything, you know, which is pretty that's awesome. It. Uh, my number two, pizza. I, I, you just can't go wrong. You order a pizza. And and depending on the game, uh, it's, you know, sometimes it's the Sicilian pizza, Sometimes it's plain cheese. Sometimes you get, you know, where you pile all everything on it. <laughs> it's just, uh you know, you can't go wrong with pizza. Again, quick, easy, grab a slice. You don't miss anything While you're watching. Here. Yep. That's my number two. Number one. Now, when we say our number one, this is your go-to. This is what you want to have at your big football party. Is there an honorable mention? You, or you could have like a one and one a. So,
2: when he shared something with me recently that he had, that would be that that homemade Cuban sandwich.
1: Oh my god, that was that, so good!
2: That would certainly make my list. We only had it the one time, Ooh. but it was unbelievable.
1: Oh Cuban. Um, Oh, the Cuban. yeah, I've had a Cuban before, yeah. With a pickle on it and stuff. This, that, Cliff, that was the sandwich, the best sandwich I've ever had. Yeah, that was delicious. That was, that was so good. Phenomenal. But my... Oh, uh, yeah, a nurse friend of ours, uh, she makes some on the side. So uh, I put an uh, order in one so day, good. and she brought it in, and Cliff and I partook in it, and it was fa- absolutely fantastic. Very nice.
2: But my, my go-to... What's your,
1: what's your other one, then? Is,
2: well, I'm, I'm kind of going with George with this on, on pizza, but very in particular, uh, sausage, pepperoni, and onion.
0: Uh, yeah, that's good. Okay. That's a good mix. That's my number one. That's a good mix. That's a good pizza right there. Handsome, what's your number one?
3: Well, my number one, and I got to tell you about it, is because my buddy, he, he, when I started, when I gave it to him the first time, he just never stops making it. Now he's carrying it to an extreme. It's all the time, but <laughs> it's called the dip. The dip. You know what that. The is. dip. You take a nine-inch glass pie plate. You line the bottom with cream cheese. Then you take a pound of ground beef, and you brown that with taco seasoning. Then you put a layer of that over the cream cheese and the pie plate. Then you take whatever salsa you like. It could be medium. It could be hot. Whatever brand, whatever, whatever salsa is your favorite. You layer that on top of the meat. And then you take a layer of the Fiesta cheese or shredded cheddar cheese, whatever cheese melts well. So you layer that all up and then you put it in the microwave for like eight, nine minutes till everything gets heated through and the cheese bubbles and melts. And you take that baby out, and I'll tell you what, you take scoops, or again, you could use your lime, you know, chips, tortilla chips, or whatever and dig into that, it's hearty, it's it's meaty, it's it's really tasty. You can put that on a plate. You put a pile on one side, your chips on the other, and go to town.
0: Wow, that, that sounds delicious. That, yeah. This segment brought to you by charms.
1: One <laughs> 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 well, number one uh, honorable mention I will have is pizza because, I don't know. I think it's,
0: it's the, the staple. It, pizza is the staple to every yeah. football party.
1: Uh, it is. It's 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 the glue. Yeah. I think my my number one though is going to be a very crispy, uh, well cooked chicken wing. Whether you want uh, garlic parm or buffalo or barbecue, uh, wings and football to me go hand in hand. So I'm going to go with a nice nice crispy order of chicken wings.
0: Ah, that's we, a good one. That's we do, a really we do good one.
2: Order them extra crispy a lot.
1: Yeah, he's
0: we'll an extra awesome. crispy guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. yep. And he, we yep. heard him. He likes his bacon crispy. He's a weirdo. Weird-ass hard bacon. And my number one game day food? Tums. I'm a Dallas <laughs> Cowboy fan. Uh, they make me uh, They My fucking I got indigestion From uh, opening kickoff To the closing seconds Every week You guys are all Jets fans You should know this I'm surprised oh, it wasn't Tums so. for all of us Very
3: much so That's a good
0: snack. Yes. Uh, The grape and cherry ones Are definitely chicken. more flavorful I'm not a big fan Of the orange <laughs> I usually take them
1: As a suppository <laughs>
0: No, actually my number one, well that is my number one, but uh my 1A is wings. Uh Buffalo yep. wings, mild wings, whatever, just I like honey mustard wing, but to have wings, again, finger food, something quick so you're not missing the action. That would be my go-to. Yep. Something how, to how about
1: WrestleMania wings.
0: No, uh me and the handsome one can uh, attest that <laughs> those wings are a clear no-go. That's a no-fly zone. They will curl your lips into your asshole That's from the, the roof movie. of your <laughs> mouth.
1: The ones I made that were real salty that time. Oh, yeah, they, would, they were something else. Yeah, they could feel the salty. You, were were <laughs> salt you look like Jim Carrey when he his lips
0: dried up. Oh yeah, you were drinking firewater
3: before <laughs> that, <after> that. You <laughs> They were terrible. And the a just lay there. They had it's the good, best good,
0: flavor, good. but they dried your fucking mouth out like the Sahara Desert in say, a, a millisecond.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: they did. <laughs> uh, do you guys prefer <laughs> they were bad. bone yeah, in they or boneless?
0: I am a bone in wing guy. So, boss and I were talking about this well, last night,
2: wing. and she was saying, "No, never on the bone." But, uh, I prefer them on the bone too.
0: I think they got more flavor on the bone. Yeah. I do. Yeah, and I and I hate when you get uh, wings that are, like, fucking tiny. I want, you know, like, a fucking real wing. And
2: do you care if it's the flats or the legs? or No, nope, that either. doesn't
0: bother me at all. I
3: don't care either. And, yeah, and
0: all these people, people, people that lie where they push all the meat down, yeah. <laughs> there's no fucking way. I've tried that a million times. Yeah, I
3: can't get that. Yeah, tired. I've never done that either. I, I can't um, do that. It's a, it's I think that's some bone sorcery bone.
0: from some weird people. Yeah. I don't know.
3: And I don't like the wings that have that slimy when they don't when they undercook them. Yeah, no. And they're still, they yeah, when the that skin slimy, is gummy, it's it's not, That's why I always
1: that I that always i skin. I rather air on crispy. the side. It's of gotta jerky. be
3: crispy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but with the boneless wing, my biggest issue is nine times out of ten, when you order them, it is just a frozen. Heavily breaded chicken nuggets. Exactly. So it's not really, to me, that's not. It's not the right kind of meat
0: in your mouth?
2: mouth. No, they're not even dino-shaped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, di-
0: and we can get into that. Dino nuggets are the best nuggets.
1: Yes, they are. Yeah. We know many people that love, that love dino nuggets. <laughs> yeah. All right, so they're that. Gay, but we know them. Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: So that was a review of our top five uh, game day foods, which I think all were very Delicious and scrumptious. Yeah, I wouldn't turn any of them down. Charmin uh, Extra Ply is sponsored to that <laughs> segment there.
1: Oh, my God. And pl- whoever makes plungers, they that to sponsor <laughs> as well.
0: Yeah, and, and not for nothing, our two, these back-to-back episodes with the same four of us kind of go hand-in-hand because hand the last one was our drinks. So oh, our yeah, drinks yeah. go with our football <laughs> food. We're pretty good now, damn you right. know. We're damn right. I All think- right. We got a lot to break down over this weekend. Um, let me just put a little sound bite together on and then we'll talk about it. All
1: right. Twenty years of heartbreaks and heartaches, sleepless nights and the greatest victories.
3: I got ice in my face.
1: Get to
2: the Super Bowl's heart to win Z heart. It took a toll on me. A better
0: team doesn't always win. You, you, yeah. All right. Did a little cut up there, Winnie. You probably couldn't hear it. It was talking about Tom Brady saying, you know, uh, he put 20 years of heart and soul into it. John Madden cut in saying, you know, uh, the best team doesn't always win. And then you hear somebody singing, they got ice in their veins. And I didn't think there was a better sound cut that could encapsulate the weekend quite like that. Why don't we go through the games in order and we'll break them down. Game number one of the weekend, uh, Cincinnati at Tennessee, Joey Burrow has ice in his veins.
1: Oh, he absolutely does. And on the opposite side of that, you couldn't have gotten, I think, worse quarterback play from a quarterback than Tannehill. What he, ended up, he ended up throwing three or four picks. Three. Uh,
0: the first one was all opened, him. The other two, I think, were, you know, off of somebody.
1: I think it just goes to show, though. I mean, that team, and, and they didn't, Derrick Henry ran the ball, what, maybe 16 or 17 times, but it, it didn't really... You
0: you can't come I, back from surgery with that kind of surgery in four or six weeks or whatever and, and be the dominant force you were. You just don't... I had that surgery. I have a plate in my leg. I'm nowhere near the fucking super athlete that that guy is. But I know yep. just golfing, like, you know, three holes in, my leg would be heavy. It would be, you know, now they probably had him pumped up on some kind of shit, but, he, you know, once halftime hit, I said to Boston, because that's who I watched the games with all weekend, I said to him, I said, he's going to be way less effective in the second half because you're, the adrenaline wears down. Now you got to restart. And and that and now you're fatigued. Yeah. And not for yeah, nothing, I mean, Burrow overcame nine sacks.
1: Nine Jesus. Nine, that and that's what worries that's the, the one thing that worries me with them going for with them going forward is you gotta give it that kid a chance to stand upright and make plays. And yeah. he made plays, even being on his back nine times. Um there's no doubt in my mind that team if they're not ready for it this year, they will be next year. That kid is something else. He, he's his composure is like of a Tom Brady.
0: They remind me very much. I said this to my son over the weekend, and he was like, he didn't get it. Of course, he didn't because we were only kids then. They remind me very much of the '92 Cowboys. They're young. They're they're very young. They're talented in spots, and they're overachieving. When the Cowboys went to Candlestick Park that time, that very first time, they weren't supposed to win that game. They were supposed to get blown out. Yeah, But the longer they hung in it, next thing you know, they take the lead. And there's something about Burrow. Burrow is a commander. That kicker is fucking unbelievable. Did you see Burrow's postgame thing where he talks about what the kicker said? Yes. Where he goes, he awesome. takes a little warm-up, and he goes, well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game. <laughs> the kicker. Uh, now, I like that. I like that. You know what awesome.
1: I mean? That's That team's got that swag, and yeah. they need it.
0: and they're young kids, and, and they they really – if they can just shore up that line a little bit, I think they're going to be all right. I, yeah, I didn't
1: get I've to see – a big Joe Mixon guy, but he really showed me a lot this weekend. He, he balled out. He sure did.
2: I didn't get to see that game, but will there – can their O line hold up against KC?
1: Different different kind
0: of Tennessee is a is a very powerful. You know what I mean? Like Kansas City's more of a fast. So I think they'll game plan to that. They'll make more quicker routes in that. But again, every game except the last game, which went to overtime, finished with a walk off field goal. Yeah. So yeah. you know, what would your dad think of uh, Joe Burrow?
1: What do you think of Joey B?
3: Joey B is going to be in the league for a long time to come. Um, he's got the maturity already uh, for a young guy. He's got a cool head on his shoulders. Like I said, like uh, George said, he overcame nine sacks, and that's a lot to keep coming back. Um, but, you know, he's one of those guys that's the real deal. He's not these guys that, you know, he's lived up to his talent coming out of college. You know what I mean? Sure uh, did. I'm not. I'm not a Trevor Lawrence fan, but I am. But Joe Burrow has it all over him, you know. And I think, like you said, the Bengals are a young team. I like Mixon. I told you that yesterday. Yep. I always like Mixon. I think he's a good back. He's not a he's not a durable back that's going to carry the ball 25 times a game. But, uh, but you build that lineup with Cincinnati plus their youth and maturity of that guy. He's going to be like your 17-, 18-year veteran quarterback that's going to be around a long time. He's the real deal.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that statement. Um Joe Sheezy they call him. <laughs> he is he is that guy. He is Joe cool. You know, he gets it done. He stares down the barrel and 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 do, Now, Highland, do you believe he'll be the NFL comeback player of the year? Cuz he was playing his ass off as a rookie and got taken out about week 6 and then this year he's in the AFC Championship game.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't see another Maybe uh,
0: Dak. Maybe Dak. Dak will probably. Win. Yeah,
1: Dak probably will win because he went out so early last year and he came back to. <laughs> what lead a devastating
0: the, end! Well, I mean, they're both devastating, but.
1: Yeah, but he ended up coming back to lead the league's top-ranked offense. So. Yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna edge him out, but I mean, either pick. That's one in one A. Really, you, you don't go wrong with either pick. Yeah. No. The I mixing, Nixon I, again. That's like a regular season thing. They're not gonna. They probably won't take his postseason into into account. If you did, then you, there's no doubt you go Burrow.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree Pearl. with that. All right. So that was the first game. The Bengals on the road. Road Warriors. They get it done. Then the second game on Saturday was San Francisco goes to Green Bay. Now all week at all week long, I was saying to people, I think that's the only team that can't overcome the weather right because San Francisco it's warm. You're going to -5 degree weather. You can't you can't mimic that. You can't turn ice chillers on in your you know your practice facility and mimic that. But shortly after the second possession of Green Bay, I said, "Man, this feels like when the Giants played Green Bay in that cold weather. Like if you don't knock them out right away in that cold and and capitalize The longer the game goes, I think the more it favors the away team because you go numb. It's like a boxer breaking his hand. You better knock him out while he can't punch with it until it goes numb. you know. And the 49ers hung around. The 49ers hung around. I think they were aided by a very bad call.
1: And we will get into
0: that during our scurve of the week a little bit more. But I think they were aided by a bad call. And, um, you know, another nail-biter game. But I also don't think Aaron Rodgers will be back in Green Bay.
1: Yeah, that's the big scuttlebutt this morning on the, a lot of the sports shows is what, what's next for Aaron Rodgers. I think he goes um,
0: – well, I'll talk to you about that later too.
1: Yeah, I think, I think he is going to be headed elsewhere. They said the biggest problem with Aaron Rodgers was you made all these demands and instead of developing – more wide receivers. You brought back an elder Cobb. Um, You showed that you don't have faith in a lot of your receivers because you consistently threw into double coverage, trying to force the ball to Adams, which he did.
0: Yep. He sure did.
1: Um, I, when they were, what really hurt that team is when um, the running back got hurt because they were leading heavy on the running game and they were getting it chunks. Sure were. Um, But that being said, going forward, I don't have a lot of, I still don't have faith in Jimmy Garoppolo. That game was won by special teams and by Debo Samuel playing, I don't know, running back, wide receiver, whatever you needed him to do.
0: The chink in his armor showed though.
1: It did. He got smoked pretty good and uh, he wasn't the same player the rest of the game. Right. By today's Um,
0: standards, he got smacked. By '90 yeah. standards, he just got a little bit of a hit.
1: Yeah, didn't go. But
0: he did not want anything to do with that ball in the second half after getting hit like that.
1: No, no. I mean, Kittle. Again, we talked about it yesterday. Drops the ball wide open down the middle of the field, which was was going to be for six. There was nobody in front of yeah. him. Yeah, but then makes, makes that amazing catch on the sideline to 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 lengthen that drive. You know, it's. That, that, again, that game is going to come down to special teams play and defense for them, and Garoppolo can't implode.
0: Now, you got to remember the 49ers to get into the playoffs went to the Rams and beat them in overtime.
1: Think about that. Oh, yeah. That
0: was two weeks ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Or, yeah, two weeks ago. Three weeks, whatever. The last regular season game. Yeah. So yeah, but I- now next week they're in LA. Now here's a here's a weird thing. All these years, nobody could ever play in their home stadium. It was like a curse. Tampa yeah. Bay does it last year. The Rams are set to do it this year.
1: At the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Pretty right. wild shit.
0: All right. So yeah. that's that's Green mm-hmm. Bay. That was the Green Bay San Francisco game. Uh and then yesterday, game number one, Tampa Bay, LA. And after the first. Three, after the first three plays of the game, I said, this is going to be a route. Leonard Fournette ran for like 36 yards on three plays, and then the Tampa Bay offense disappeared for four quarters.
1: Yeah, and again, you they, the offensive line play was, was pretty subpar. You, they ended up having to keep Gronk in to block and not let him go, in, go out on routes, which hurt the passing game. You saw a lot more use of guys like Scotty Miller. Where weeks past, it was Gronk, it was Evans, it was right a friggin' whack job until he walked off the field. I um, think
0: I I honestly think that really hurt them.
1: It did. It really did. They were because he very, did all the underneath still, stuff. They were still working out wide receivers as late as Friday.
0: I don't know why it they didn't work you. out Edelman.
1: Yeah, it just shows you they were not happy with what they had going into the game. Yeah, um, offensively, but he tried again, to
0: force the ball to Gronk. It seemed like to me a few times yesterday. Times, he did because that was his—that's his security blanket. He knows he knows he'll be where he needs him to be.
1: Yeah, when, when you kept him in the block, Brady had a little bit more time. Anytime you sent him out on a route, Brady was either running for his life or he was on his back. Uh, the he and they said they they did not want him to have to throw over fifty times and i think he threw 55. Do you
0: not oh this is my belief. My belief is that Bruce Arians is an extremely arrogant overrated coach.
1: Yeah, you're not an Arians guy. Um I like what he did with the Colts years ago. Um it didn't really translate well when he went to Arizona and i think you saw early last year when the well, they started off rough with Brady uh, in his first season until they were able to gel a little bit. I think Gronk getting back into playing shape last year helped, and everything broke right for them. The
0: more, the more it changed. Their offense changed to the Patriots' offense. They yeah, got better.
1: I think. I think Brady's game lies within that uh, decent run and in that intermediate passing game, and Arians likes to stretch the field. And I just don't think that's their strength.
0: Right, he wants to throw it down the field, and, you are you know, Jameis Winston played him for him the year before, and I know his peepers weren't fixed then, but, you know, he threw a lot of interceptions, but then Brady was throwing interceptions until they dialed it back. Yeah. But yesterday, yesterday, we got to talk about the finish of that game. With eight minutes to go, people are going bye-bye Brady. Are you, like, would you be, now you guys are all Jets fans. Are you foolish yeah. enough to think that? And I hate Tom Brady, but no.
1: I, you got to no, respect I don't what, say, who he is. I don't say bye-bye Tom Brady until the final whistle. No, right. With I agree. Guy, you never
0: know. I agree. So, you you see the Rams, I mean, we get a fumble, right? There's a fumble there. Yeah. Recovery, Brady scores. Uh, quick, too. Like, it was like a, almost immediately yeah. he threw like a dot. Then, yeah,
1: Sue, Sue stripped that ball. I'm like, oh, my God, they got it back.
0: Now, there were some horrendous calls in that game, too, which we'll go over. The The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had three unsportsmanlike conducts in the first eight minutes of the game.
2: One against uh, Tom Brady had
0: one. Yeah, Tom Brady had one. when he, he wasn't wrong about it either, but we'll get into that. So you, you end up tying the game up with, what, like 40 seconds to go? I believe yeah. it was. What is the number one? Now, if you've ever stepped on a football field, they usually put you at safety first. The number one rule for any safety, the first thing you tell everyone and you beat it into their head is?
1: Nobody gets behind you.
0: Nobody gets behind you. Nobody gets behind you. And Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. Runs right <laughs> by the safety, and he drops one in the bucket. What, like 50 yards down, 44 yards downfield?
1: Yeah, yep. Is
0: that the uh,
2: 75-yard touchdown?
0: Uh, no, no, no. He just It Is was to kick four? a field goal right at, as, as time oh, expired. At the, at the end, okay, yeah. So,
1: he hit, hit, hit Cup back-to-back. He hit him twice on that drive. But the first one was blatant. I mean, uh, Cup makes a move, freezes the corner. Now it's one-on-one with the safety and the safety just gets blown out. He was so out of position on the play.
0: Yeah. And amazingly, on a 44-yard bomb, essentially, the ball was spotted immediately. Where was the referee running from behind Matt Stafford to go spot the ball?
1: Yeah, they must have. He, he they, they left that guy home after the Cowboy game last week. No, 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 no. no.
0: They, miraculously, they decided to let a different ref spot it. Oh, there you go. So, it's just one of those things. It's you see, you. I watched the games and I saw a common thread through all of them. I don't think, the, I don't think the NFL product or the officiating is great. I think it's great drama. I think we'll get into that with the scurve of the Week. But I, I that game ends on a last-second field goal on a blown on a blown coverage. On Arians playing, you know, knockout ball, right? Little yep. arrogant. We're gonna play our defense. Well, the guy ran right past your safety, <laughs> and you're sitting home now.
1: Yeah, while I don't believe in uh, the prevent defense, at the same time, you can't let get anybody get behind you. I'm not, ru- I'm not rushing any more than three guys. No, everybody else is playing back in coverage. And yeah, they, you're right. It was, a, it was a, a bit of a miscalculation on whether well, it was Arians' defensive coordinator. But, yeah, you, that's that's just rule number one. We teach that to seven-year-olds. Right. And now we're talking to pros, and it's, it's inexcusable.
0: Absolutely inexcusable. So, that sets up the Rams at home to the 49ers, and then Cincinnati will travel to the winner of the Kansas City-Buffalo game and that game may have been the best game I've ever watched in my life.
1: I said the same thing as soon as it was over. Uh We're watching it, uh, and all right, are right, you down to a minute. They've got this. They've got this. He scores. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe that. Buffalo's out of it. Boom, Buffalo comes back. They score. 12 seconds to go. I'm like, there's no way. Mahomes is going to do this. All right, let's let's
0: start right from there. 13 seconds on the clock. Buffalo's got to kick off. Why why did you you not squib kick the fucking ball? If you squib kick the ball, five to six seconds go off the clock immediately. Immediately. Now they only got one play. One. One play. Now the average NFL play is what, like seven seconds, right? Yeah. How did he throw the ball 22 plus yards and it barely took five seconds off the clock on the first pit on the very first play? I
1: don't know. The the second one to Kel or the, was that, was that the Kelsey? No.
0: The first one was, I think Tyree kill like on a <laughs> crosser.
1: Yeah. And then Kelsey over the middle. That and, was an absolute laser.
0: And that one you're rushing for nobody's over Kelsey at all. And you're giving them field goal range. That's where you rush to. You put man on man, and you go four over the top. I don't know why that wasn't like a cover nine. Like, you you know they had to get to like the forty yard line for a shot at a field goal, right? Yep. I, I just don't understand. Like, I don't think. I think the Buffalo Bills outplayed the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Kansas City Chiefs outcoached the Buffalo Bills. Do
2: you think attrition that's, that's had anything? A fair
0: assessment.
2: You think attrition had anything to do with it? You think they were exhausted by the end of the?
0: No, I think I think they didn't. You know, and 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 here is my thing about the NFL. You have plenty of time. They go to commercial break. You got two and a half minutes to discuss this. Why are you not putting the ball on the ground on a squib kick?
2: Yeah, that that I couldn't. You mean. know what I
0: mean that that eliminates five seconds, right? Right. And then they call timeout. Okay. Well, now we got like a minute and a half to discuss. What are we looking to stop? What are we looking to do? Why are we rushing four people? What Matt, what difference does it make? Do you think it was more coaching than I I think I think Andy Reid's been there a thousand times. I don't think Sean McDermott has and didn't know what to do in that situation.
1: To experience.
0: Yeah. I really do. Or yeah thought process, you know what I mean? Like
1: there's a real yeah, there's a real chance he's standing there with thirteen seconds to go and he's shell shocked.
0: Right, like what the fuck? I can't fuck this you know what I mean? I don't know. Yep. I don't know. What well, I do know is I would have had Tyree kill doubled and I would have I would have put somebody over Travis Kelsey to smoke him off the line to get him off. At least hit him to slow him off, you know, getting off the line. He ran free, completely free on that ball, he caught for like 30 yards. But what I don't understand is they went from their own 20 to like the the other team's 32. So what's that, 18, 48 yards in 13 in seconds? Two,
1: in two plays in 13 seconds, yep.
0: Dak ran one play for 24 seconds and 14 seconds ran out.
1: Yeah, think about that. Yep.
0: Think about that. Now, I know you could say that's on Dak and they didn't have a timeout, timeout, stop the ball, whatever. But how the fuck did that happen so fast? Like, any play in the NFL is about six, six seven seconds, right? They go, oh, you got time for two plays. He, they had time, like, I just don't understand how they went that quick. Was, that, was it a slow button? Like, this is where I think, congrats. Then it goes to overtime, and <clears throat> I don't know. I think in the playoffs, overtime, you should, everybody should get to touch the ball.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I know it's it better
0: would. than the old sudden death. You win it, you kick a field goal. Now it's if you get a touchdown, then the other team doesn't get it. But I, for with, with this big of stuff on the line, I think you need to touch the ball.
3: Yeah, I think the other team should have a chance, one chance. If you score a touchdown to keep it going, anything less than that, you lose a game.
0: Right, exactly. Hey, they yeah. score a touchdown, you get a chance to come down the field and try and score. If you don't, game's over. But yeah, at least get the times, chance.
3: Times, yeah, you see nine times out of ten, they uh, they win the coin toss. They're def- obviously going to take the ball on an overtime. Yep. And a lot of times they go right down the field and score. Oh, and and the, the, other the team momentum. Is, and the other team is disabled. They're done. They don't even get a chance. That's the momentum
1: was clearly in the Chiefs on the Chiefs' side at that point. Mm-hmm. They win the toss. So now you're getting back on the field. These yeah. guys are amped and hot, and they're ready to roll. Yeah, and
0: you know what the Buffalo is? Defense, they're shell-shocked oh, that gosh. they gave up the tie in 13 seconds.
1: Yeah, I, I think if I can draw anything out of this weekend other than, like, that was definitely probably the best game I've seen.
0: It was, um, 100%. You saw two quarterbacks in their pri- – uh, maybe they're not even in their prime, but at peak performance, making things happen, that was magical.
2: Not a single turnover I, either, right?
0: No, and that was probably the best officiated game. Let me they let him play.
3: About, Go ahead. About, uh, quarterback for Kansas City, Mahomes. I don't know if you I think you caught that play or not, but the, the kind of talent this kid has, the arm angles he can throw the ball at are amazing. Yep. That one play where he came down almost submarine the ball under the guy's armpit to complete a pass. Absolutely. That was amazing.
0: I think that was a touchdown. Was that not I think a it touchdown? Was, yeah. I think it was. He threw it under yeah. the, the linebacker's arm sideways. Arms. Yeah. It was <laughs> and he <laughs> hit number thirteen in the back of the end zone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, that's and I think we can all agree. Three out of these four teams, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna discount the Titans out of this because they don't have the quarterback play. No, these these three teams. This is gonna be a battle going forward. For well, the not the Titans.
0: Joe Burrow. You're saying Joe Burrow, Mahomes. Dallas, Pat Mahomes. Oh, Taylor. those three. Those three. Yeah. Well, they're they're, they're well, gonna be well, around for well. years to come.
1: Yeah. No, that's, the future is bright in the AFC as far as quarterback play.
0: Absolutely, hundred percent, George. You and I were talking the other night, and you called
1: the, uh, the Rams
0: game. You said, "Watch the Rams." Yeah, you the Rams. Had that feeling. I had the feeling the Rams were gonna, were going to. You know, they're Sean McVay's a very good coach, and there's the only thing about the Rams was coming east. You know what I mean? Coming from the West Coast yeah. to the East Coast, but they're playing good football again. Now. This, you know, it's a divisional game for the NFC Championship. So, I'm going to go out. I'm I'm rooting for Matt Stafford mm-hmm. and it's Joe Burrow. I want, yeah. I want Cincy in L.A. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's who I want. Yeah. I'm I, tired of seeing him. I, I like Patrick Mahomes. I don't know why I hate. I shouldn't say hate. I can't stand Travis Kelsey.
2: Yeah. I don't
0: cool. know why. I think he's just a big dirtbag or something. I just don't like him. There's something about him I just don't like. (laughs) I really don't. And the thing is, is, you know, maybe it's because I'm such a Gronk fan. Because I think this dude gets undue praise. He doesn't do the dirty stuff that tight ends do. Like, Gronk stayed in most of yesterday's game and blocked. And when he blocked, nobody touched Tom Brady. When he wasn't blocking, they got to him.
1: No, Kelsey is more of, of more of the receiving type of tight end, without a doubt. Um and they show and they, they show basically a lot of what He reminds Adi- me of a dude
0: that would play for Ellenville.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it shows he he gets a lot of his catches. It's based off of one thing. It's his body position and where the linebackers are. Mm-hmm. If uh he gets the inside, it's usually that quick that quick little uh straight hit. If it's if the he, if the linebackers shade him to the outside, he makes that break across. Yeah. He runs really. He really runs two routes. Yeah, and gets it does and, all of his damage. On and he routes.
0: has probably one of the best throwers of the football that can put yeah. the ball anywhere. Like your dad said, arm angle, submarine, over the top, running left. Uh, I get laughing. If you ever watched Patrick Mahomes jog down the field, he looks like he's going to shit his pants. <laughs> if, yeah. Just watch okay. him. Me and me and Boston are cracking up. I go every time this dude jogs down the field. It's like, oh man, I'm gonna shit. Hurry up, hurry up. It's it, it's the it, hilarious. It
2: was kind of fem- feminine. Yeah, watching him run. Yeah, yeah, I know he runs that, like yeah. he's got a
0: poop.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, Ty- Tyree kills just a freak athlete. You can't oh, teach his that. speed. You can't yeah, speed you
0: cannot that. teach that. So. Cliff, you're greens with me. You're going Bengals, Rams. I'm hoping, yeah. Or that's who want, you're picking. I want fresh blood. So in okay, kill, yeah. Who do you and I got? Bengals, Rams. Who do you have, Highland?
1: I'm gonna echo that. That's what I want to. And how about that's you, handsome? What that's what I want. Um,
0: I think Kansas City is just they're they've been in what three straight AFC Championship games. Yep. And sure. they've been in two straight Super Bowls. Yep. So I mean, it's it's obviously. Kansas City's got to be a big favorite right here. Although the Bengals beat them to get into the playoffs last week of the season, yeah, so Joe Burrow <laughs> beat the because I won money on it.
1: So who, who knows? This is
0: these are re, these are rematches of Week 18. Both games with even more on the line now. With even more on the line.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the thing
1: the, that it, 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 this is where I think the Bengals could go in and, and upset. They're playing with house money and they they should go in there loose as could be.
0: Right. And and weather won't matter to them cuz Ohio no. weather will be worse than Missouri weather.
1: Yeah. If they go in there loose and play their game, they definitely 100% stand a chance to beat that team.
0: Yeah. And who did who do you have handsome? Who are you picking?
3: Well, I'd like to see Cincinnati and um the Rams only because uh, I think uh I'm really rooting hard for, I mean, I'm rooting a little bit harder for Stafford. I I like Joe Burrow. I like the, you know, for years under Marvin Lewis, Cincinnati got to the playoffs and did nothing. Uh, But Matthew Stafford got banged around, you know, he got hammered in Detroit. They never built a team around him, you know. He was mired there, you know. And a couple of decent seasons they had was all on him, you know. Absolutely. For him, I'd like to see them, uh, you know, I'd like to see them uh, win for him. Um, but I, I'm still kind of looking at the logical choice for me would be the Rams in Kansas City. Yeah. I, and if that's going to be, it could be a shootout. You know I mean? Yeah. Thing of it is with the Rams, they talk about that vaunted pass rush that they have there with. Uh, uh, Von you know, Miller and and, you and know, Darnold, Darnold uh, yeah. you know and all that stuff. But don't forget when you're playing Kansas City, you're playing against Mahomes, and that rush does nothing to him because he can move around and make plays with his legs. You know, he can he can make things happen. He can create. He's so well at creating things. You know. Yeah. That would be a real interesting game to watch. But that, but sentimentally, I'd love to see Cincinnati and the Rams.
0: Yeah, that defensive front got a lot better yesterday. They were coming like their speed was yeah. there. Von Miller the, looked the like Von Miller again. Yeah. 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 Oh, he did. He, he really did.
3: did. Come up on that one.
0: Matt Stafford is pretty much like the the like five-year delayed Tony Romo. they were both <laughs> outstanding, never really had a lot of big teams around them. When they did, they played well. Right. You know, uh gunslingers. I that's I if it if it's Stafford and Bur- if it's Stafford versus Burrow, oh man, I love Joe <laughs> Burrow. But if it's Stafford versus Mahomes, I'm going for Stafford. You want to see Stafford. And if it's the 49ers, fuck it. I'll go for the AFC. Yeah. I mean, I Joe
3: Burrow. Don't get me wrong, but he's young. He's got a large, hopefully got a long career ahead of him. And Stafford is probably now starting to peak and go go to the other side, you know? Yeah, no. I'd like to see him at least get a Super Bowl.
0: I agree. The only thing I can say about that is Dan Marino went to a Super Bowl and never went back on his rookie year. So, you know, you got to capitalize when you get there. Yeah.
1: Yep. One thing I'll give credit where credit's due. I've trashed this guy for the better part of the last three or four years. OBJ played well yesterday.
0: He did, yo. Like they said, if they if he's just not in his own head, he's a different player. Yeah, I think he's got no, severe he, mental health issues. Yeah. You know, like and Antonio he, Brown, same Antonio kind of thing.
1: Brown, yeah, he doesn't have to be number one there either. Cooper Cup's the clear-cut number one guy.
0: That guy, that kid's amazing. White Lightning.
1: He is amazing. White Lightning. He really
0: is. <laughs> Yeah, uh so l- let's let's round it all up with our 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 new segment. Skurve of the week. The Outlaw Blitz scurve of the week. The scurve of the week this week, the NFL referees. Oh. All just in general, like you get paid a lot of money because there's a lot of money on the line, right? Like sports betting. How much? I'm sure you guys all bet. I bet you almost everybody in this room and on this podcast and people that listen to us had money on these games this weekend.
2: And they're supposed to be the best.
0: And they're supposed to be the best. And you have New York making calls for people, right? Um, I have a li- I just have a couple. A list of a few things here. Um and you guys chime in with yours if you've seen anything or annoyed you, and I'll go back two weeks, and of course it's I'm going to get shit on because it's the Cowboys, but how the fuck do you not spot that ball correctly? You yeah, You run the so guy far, over. Dude. How are you 40-something yards behind the play? There's not a referee closer to touch the ball, and then you knock the quarterback over, and then you move it back a yard so the whole line has to move. Just touch the ball, let him spike it, then move it back a yard. What difference does it make? Right? right. That was one. He
1: wasn't running a play.
0: Right, he wasn't running a play. So what difference does that yard make? Makes no difference. But why are you not trailing the play properly? You mean to tell me from 40 yards away you're going to throw a flag on somebody holding. You can see that from 40 yards away. Shouldn't you be jogging up with the play?
2: much less the exact spot of the ball right. from 40 yeah, yards. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. And then you're going to spot the ball from 40 yards behind it. Um, number two. I, I, Go ahead, I, I
1: was, I, And I, I hate, listen, there's excessive celebrations, and then there's fucking flags to come out for no reason whatsoever. And, I, listen, to me, part of watching the NFL was watching the icky shuffle and shit like that. I don't have a problem <laughs> with that.
0: I don't either. I don't either, but we'll, we'll, we're building towards a point I want. I. I really want to make here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, interception that touched the grass. That you turned into a like touchdown the, to next the next play. The next play, the very next play was a touchdown by San Fran. Now, if wow. I throw the ball to the flat and the ball hits the grass while my receiver's catching it, it's an incomplete pass. But because and it a defender grabs it, the cone of the ball drags across the grass, how's that not helping you catch the ball? You know why? Because San Fran was losing by exactly a touchdown. They call back to New York. Oh, we're going to let it stand. We're gonna let, you can't tell me that to a degree the NFL isn't fixed. That's drawing eyes because if they don't get that interception, guess what? Probably a lot of people turn the channel. Aaron Rodgers got this in the bag, right? It was a late, late in the game kind of thing. Yeah. And the next play, right? It was, was it was, it was that game, right? That the interception happened with the grass,
1: yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the next play was a touchdown, correct?
1: Yeah. Right. No, it was, it was a game changing call.
0: Because it was like 17 to three and then it made it 17, 10, 17, 10, right? Yep. Because if they don't get that, people turn the channel.
2: And that takes away from the integrity.
0: The whole right, thing. right. Yeah. And that, and you're calling back to New York to let them make the decision of what happened. Instead of you on the field. Right. Uh, then we go to three unsportsmanlike penalties against Tampa Bay in the very first quarter. Ndamukong Su sacks um, Matt Stafford, and when he's, when he's sacking him, Stafford, like, kicks him. Kind of boot scrapes him down the shin with his cleats. And Sue tells him, Don't you fuck. You, know, like he, you could see him. He's telling him, Don't you kick me. Yep. Don't you dare. And then the referee throws a fucking flag. Like immediately throws a flag. Tom Brady gets helmeted into his face. You're not supposed to hit the quarterback's wear, high or low. Yep. What happens? Tom Brady gets an unsportsmanlike conduct for telling the ref, Do your fucking job. I just got hit in the fucking mouth. I'm bleeding. What do you think's happening here, right, on sportsmanlike yeah. conduct? You you hammer him with three. That's that's 45 yards in penalties. Yeah. How about the ball where Weddle hits Mike Evans? That, that
1: Weddle one was, oh, uh, yeah. That, that Weddle call made no sense to me. If it that ball
0: no goes problem. up in the air for a half a second longer, that's a first down for Tampa Bay. But because the ball touched the ground, LA gets the ball, it's fifteen yard difference. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that whole play was That expect, makes no sense. I spent the next five minutes trying to figure out what I just saw. Right. You know? <laughs> right. It's either he took a shot at him, it's targeting, but it could be fourth it could be fourth and twenty on one of the last plays of the game, and you get a five yard ticky tack hold, defensive holding, five yard penalty, automatic first down. Right. But you almost take somebody's head off on 4th and 15, and the ball hit the ground before you hit them. So dead, ball foul. dead, dead ball. ball, foul, turnover on downs, 15 yards assessed on the fucking turnover. It makes no sense to me.
2: It, you Like I said, trying to figure out what the hell I just and, saw.
0: And that's what I'm saying. That's why they're the scurve of the week. The NFL, the more I watch it, the more I believe it's fixed to a point. Guided. It's guided like almost. I want. I wonder what the spreads were. You know what I mean. No, like, I there's a lot yeah. of money involved. There's a lot of shit going on. And why New York should have any say in any of that is beyond me.
1: No,
3: not. They should have no say at all. None whatsoever. Decided by the refs are right there. You have
1: the refs that are there. They have. They can go over to the booth. Conference. They can over stick their over. head in, watch the replay, and make the call right there. There shouldn't be no. So you look outside at it, you see, if you
3: see what I see, type of thing,
0: right? And you're talking about billions of do- billions of dollars on the line, and these refs answer to nobody. They answer to nobody.
2: Yeah, they're not held accountable for anything. They're
0: not held accountable. Oh, yeah. you're not going to ref another? Who gives a shit?
2: Yeah. Who that gives game, a shit?
0: The game you fucked up is already done. Right. Right. Like the inadvertent whistle. There was a, no reason to blow the whistle in that Raiders-Bengals game week, the first right. week of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then and then you want to say, oh, well, that play should have been redone. You blew the whistle when the ball was pretty much in the guy's arms.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Then you yeah. go to the Dallas game. They don't spot the ball. No, he was in the right position. I want to know, you know what I mean, where you go, the right position is 45 yards away behind the play, not trailing it. I don't understand. Yeah. and But they're not held accountable. Where's the accountability? Things, it's the same jerk-off refs. Too. You get a Hockley, you get this guy, you get the real ugly dude that had the game last night. <laughs> you know, But where's their accountability? There isn't any.
1: Well, a lot of big inconsistency I see, too, is um, forward progress calls. Yes. They'll whistle a fucking play dead immediately when all of a sudden they whistle a the play dead. The play still should be going on and the guy breaks out.
0: There, How many times... Yesterday, I I know Romo said it. He's like, "Oh, it should be third and three. It's third and one." Don't do you do you do you say something? Yeah, it's third and fucking three. No. Yeah. you know that's a big difference. Third and one, you get it. Now it's first and goal. Third and three, you stop them a yard short. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. How many times do you see the guy? And clearly, you see the guy didn't make the line, and they just moved the fucking chains.
3: Remember what I said to you yesterday about how, if you want to, you can control a game just in holding calls. Yeah. There's holding on every play. Yeah, there is. They're yep. grabbing underneath the jerseys, right? At, they get their hands right underneath the pads, and, and you see blocking with holding going on.
1: Every yeah, wide receiver holds. When
3: they want to call it. Yeah. And
1: I, was, I watched Mercedes Lewis get absolutely molested with no flag. Mm-hmm. Molested. Couldn't, couldn't break into his route because he was being held by the yeah. defensive player.
0: Oh, and there was a big one too. And I forgot and I'm glad you just said it. Somebody was running behind Tyreek Hill with his hand on his jersey and not and yeah. not extended.
1: Yeah. Yep. And
0: Literally they call a fucking hold. hold that actually extends that and on fourth down no less. Yep. They call a hold automatic first down. That guy did absolutely no ho- he, was his hand on his jersey? Yeah, but it wasn't pulled away from his body. It wasn't anything, and that was a that was a fucking hey. We got to keep this game rolling, call
3: right. That's why it didn't. Listen, yeah. I'll tell you what. If you
1: watch that last play when Hill breaks free for the long touchdown, he was a, their defender had a handful of jersey. Had he dropped that ball, I guarantee you a flag comes out. Holding a hundred percent.
0: 100%. That's what I'm saying. They should not have – they should have the ability to talk on the field, and that's it. They shouldn't have yeah. any outside influence telling them, hey, you got that – You know. so they have all these extra refs. I, I'm under the assumption, by the way they're talking about it right now, like Cliff's over there, I'm on the field. The NFL calls to him, he gets on the radio, says, yo, New York says, no, that's a flag.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
0: And and there that should not happen. That should not happen. Because how is that it where's the integrity in the game then? If it's not the people on the field. If there's a if there's like gross misjustice, by all means New York should buzz in and say, Yeah, yeah no, hey, you missed. Hey, fix this. Yeah. Fix this. But beyond that, I don't think they should have any say.
2: And if they would just be consistent, either let them play or call it every time or don't call it at all.
0: Right. You don't call it all game and then on fourth down you call some ticky tack foul like that. Right. That changes the game.
1: Right. You yeah, know it completely change the game. It's it's not right.
0: And then the clock operator, I've never seen a twenty something yard play that only took five seconds. The snap it's is tough. one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just don't understand it. Like it totally. almost almost to a science, NFL plays take between six and seven seconds.
2: To run a standard play, I wonder if they're think, they're legit thinking who's going to notice. Everybody's focused on the play. Who's going to notice the time?
0: You know what they're thinking? If this kid throw, look, what's five seconds? So what? It is. It's a big deal because it gave Mahomes one more play. Right here it is, actually there. And that's all he needed. That's all he five needed. Yep. So that that's my scurve of the week. I think we're all kind of in agreement with it. I want to see yeah. better officiating or just let them play, kind of thing. Play prison rules if you got to, you know.
1: No blood, no foul.
0: No blood, no foul. Uh, so what's on the agenda for the rest of your trip? You're back on the plane today?
1: Tonight, yeah. Uh, we're going to go meet uh, Devo for lunch at the Grumpy Monk and uh, see what, how much time we got left after that. That's okay. perfect. You're meeting <laughs> airport Devo airport at the Grumpy Monk. <laughs> yeah, that is perfect. <laughs> that actually. is perfect. Uh, uh be the airport by five thirty ish and then uh the flight my flight takes off seven twenty five. Got an hour and a half layover in Baltimore, and then I should be back at Albany around eleven.
0: Cool. Um is Hanukletis making any appearances down the Myrtle Beach Way anytime soon?
3: Uh from what I hear, Johnny will probably he's taking the winter off. Uh, you know, he's getting older, so his his, his uh, maneuverability is limited in the winter.
0: His sea legs the aren't there in the cold. Sea legs <laughs> aren't
3: there, but in the spring, I think he'll start his uh, his tour from there, and we'll see where he ends up. There's nothing uh, concrete yet, but Johnny will be out there doing his thing. Nice. There's and the
1: place that's about a mile and a half from the
3: house that Johnny frequents. Yeah. Yeah, he does. You can see him there a lot. It's called a salt water grill.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. Now oh, will,
1: yeah, karaoke nights.
0: will the handsome one be gracing the Saugerties area anytime soon?
3: Well, unfortunately, and this is a, a sad note. Um, yes, my, uh, Tony's, <laughs> um, brother passed away uh, 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 from, uh, cancer and um so we have uh, his service is going to be on friday, friday. of this week so uh, we're flying back on thursday morning and we're going to be in new york until monday flying back on monday
0: well maybe we can uh all meet up and have a drink on saturday night or sunday or something yeah we'll
3: see what happens yeah well, there's well the, the playoff games are going to be sunday night so Oh,
0: yeah. They doing the it's 3 weird. and 6.30 thing again, probably? I, I think did. so.
3: Yeah, usually. it's all going to be on one day. It usually is, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. So, uh, another great episode with the uh, lead sack, uh, the handsome one, and then our guys. Got anything else going on, Winnie?
1: That's it, man. Just uh, these, these four days went too fast, that's for Had sure. Had a good time, right? Had a good time, but the four days went real quick. It, uh, the I'm weather sure. up here was probably better. <laughs> yeah, definitely Friday it was, that's for sure yeah. oh, the Beer was good, yeah Beer was good here uh, Saturday, was good The monk the monk was nice Yesterday we stuck out to the beach for a little bit Just to, uh, it's funny man 40, 49 degrees On the coast, on the beach With the sun beating down on you Feels a hell of a lot warmer than 49 degrees I can tell you that
0: That's it good man beautiful day. Good, yeah, good for nice. you So that's, that's good about, to hear man. That's it all right, yep. bring us home, big fella.
1: All right, for GMAC and Winnie and the handsome one and the lead sack, this has been the Outlaw Blitz Podcast, and as always, take a deep. <laughs>